1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Basha here. Today, we have a super exciting guest, Daniel Gomez. He offers keynote speaking, business coaching, and a pod- and podcast launching services, as well as the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. He's also the host of the Daniel Gomez Inspires Show. Welcome to our-, to our show, Daniel. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Hey, Basha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. was looking forward to this time, and man, we're going to definitely drop some value for your audience.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll talk about your goals, your challenges, your podcast. We'll talk about your business. I'm sure within that conversation, we'll have have a lot of great takeaways. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so tongue-tied this morning. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today?
2: Yeah, well, Daniel Gomez Inspires is our brand. Our first branding that we did was DG, Show the Faith. That's our um, Daniel Gomez Inspires. That was our speaking brand. So when I came out as a motivational speaker, Everybody thought I was crazy. They laughed at me. My wife was diagnosed with breast cancer five years ago, and I resigned from my job to take care of her. And next thing you know, God just dropped it in my heart to start my own business. And people you think that would support you, they don't. People that you think would believe in you, they don't. And there comes a time in your life, Basha, where you got to really just believe in yourself and know that God is with you. And five year late, five years later, I've shared the stage with Les Brown, Tom Bilyeu, just had the biggest stage here in 2021 where Charity Stays with John Maxwell and spoken all over the world. So it's definitely amazing when you put your heart to something, what can happen with that. And from that, the trunk of our business is speaking and everything else. The Millionaire Mind, our Speaking Academy, our business coaching just blew up and flourished because of just taking action and believing in yourself.
1: That is beautiful. It's beautiful that you, God put it on your heart and you went and you chased after it. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Can we go? So
2: people I, some people don't chase their dreams, right? So many people just, they don't, they, they, they're so scared to take action and they're so scared because they're comfortable and nothing kills your dreams more than just that comfort suite. And oh, that's, where you gain, that's where you gain weight and that's where it's, you die, right? It's not good.
1: I know. I know. And I completely agree. During your journey, did you find yourself scared? Some people are super, you know, ballsy and they go after it right away. They dive in head 1st don't even think twice. And a lot of people, they need time to kind of warm up to the idea and get started. What was your experience when it came to that?
2: I, th- I believe everybody has some form of being scared. Whoever says they're not being scared is lying, right? Because every time you begin, you know, I do a lot of business coaching. And one thing that I have the insight in is I, I can sense a lot of false self-confidence. And most men and women that have that D personality, that driver, that A type, that seems dominant. A lot of times those are the most insecure people. So for me, yeah, I was scared. Of course I was scared. I mean, it's my wife had breast cancer. I didn't have a a safety net as far as job goes. I'm just I just went head first and believed that we could do it. And even now, as we as we're growing and ascending and we're doing new things, right, we just started our, our sticker shock. We started three years ago. That was definitely scared because. You don't realize what you're getting into until you get into it. And most people get comfortable in a certain level of success. And they never chase that next level, that next version of themselves, Basha. And they just, they end up leaving a lot of potential on the, on the table. And that's why many people, right, after a certain time, they just, they start to regress instead of progress. And then their business starts to go downhill. And they wonder, why, why is it going downhill? It's because you stop, you stop doing the things that got you to where you're at. And I see that a lot.
1: I completely agree. It's something that I see. I see a lot as well. What keeps you motivated to keep going and keep progressing?
2: Just helping people, adding value to people. So many people want the money, right? They want the success, they want the fame, they want the title. And one thing that I talk about in the makings of a millionaire mind is really right when the book is written for to give people the right approach, the right heart, the right attitude in becoming a millionaire God's way. So you don't self implode, so you don't self destruct, and that's what it's about. So many people reach success and then they're not happy. And then they end up wondering why is, why isn't it what I expected it to be? Because they're still empty inside. I I mean, right. I love money as much as anybody else. I love, I don't love money, but I love what money can do for yourself and for other people. Right. It helps you to contribute. It's the things that you can do with the finances. It gives you freedom. And so many people, they get that level of success. And then they, they self implode by either right, they either become alcoholics, they become drug addicts, they cheat on their husband, they cheat on their wife, or they just go on shopping sprees. And next thing you know, they spend more money than they realize. And their, their business collapsed because they don't know how to, they don't know how to handle that level of success. And they self sabotage, or they reach that level of success. And then next thing you know, they feel unworthy and deserving of that. And they self implode.
1: What are some of the biggest challenges that you help your clients overcome?
2: It's really that. It's, it's, there's two things I really focus on, right? It, it, it's In the millionaire mind, it, it's it's the person you become on a journey. It's the person that you develop yourself to be. It's the person. It's, it's all the journey of becoming. And as you're becoming this person, there's two things that most people need work on. Is Actually, there's three things. And they're kind of tied in together, right? You have to grow your self-image. If you have a poor self-image of yourself, you're never going to grow beyond that self-image. Second thing is, because they have a poor self-image, they undervalue themselves. And over 90% of people undervalue themselves. It doesn't matter if I speak here in in England, it doesn't matter in Hawaii, people undervalue themselves. And, and I can say this because that was part of my journey. And then mm-hmm. because you undervalue yourself, you reach a level of success and you don't feel you're deserving of it. You don't feel you're worthy of it. And those three things really hinder. And then people, maybe they, they, they hit, they hit it, right. They kind of spike there. And then they, they ask themselves, man, how did this happen? Or am I worthy? And I think what comes to mind right now is, we're all familiar with that show back in the day, American Idol, many of those idols would reach that or win it. And then next thing you know, a year later, they still go back to their comfort zone. And they because they couldn't handle the success level, few mm-hmm. like Kelly Clarkson could handle that. And she exploded. But it's think about one Kelly Clarkson compared to how many people actually apply to be in American Idol millions, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's really the odds are you have to grow your self-image and you have to value yourself. If not, you do what the other million do and they just self-implode and they, they, they can't handle that level of success.
1: What are some, some strategies? And obviously, you don't have to give all of it away if you don't want to. I know that people pay for this information, but I would love to know what are some of the strategies that you help your clients implement to prevent themselves from self-imploding?
2: Well, for me, what's what's key, right, our business model that we talk about in the book in the millionaire mind is something that I speak about is all the strategies I get come from the Holy Spirit, right from spending time with God. Mm -hmm. And it's really the strategy is if you really especially nowadays, because there's so much chaos in the world, there's so much stuff going on, especially here in America, where there's just a lot of corruption. and, And if if God's not really the CEO of your business, it's like, you're not gonna make it in this next new season that we're gonna we're about to enter. You hear a lot of word about recession and all these things, and to be honest with you, we're not in a recession. We're we're we've we've been growing. We had a great first six weeks of the year, and it, but it's just your mindset, right? So when I really put God the CEO of, of my business, and what I mean by that is, I pray about the decisions that I make. I I spend time in the morning, forty five minutes to an hour with God, and just really meditate and listen to what, what is being said, right? What's what's being said to me in my spirit, what's being downloaded to me? Because people think I'm crazy when I say, no, God, God speaks, you just don't know how to listen to him. And that's how we've been able, that's why I'm thinking about a name sticker shock, right? Who would have thought of a name sticker shock? When COVID happened in 2020, everybody closed down. I lost over $40,000, close to 50 actually, in speaking engagements. And most speakers went out of business. And that was my primary business at that moment. And God said, start sticker shock. And most people wouldn't have had the courage or the boldness or faith in God to do it. And we did it. And it's been one of our biggest band brands that has grown. I called my publisher at the time. I said, Hey, Mike, God gave me this idea. What do you think? I thought he was going to tell me, dude, you're, what are you thinking? And he goes, dude, let's do it. And I was like really surprised to be honest with you, but just taking action in those moments of distress and really believing in it. And, even to this day now, it, w- it went from one event, not really having the idea of what am I going to do afterwards or what's going to go on? And because we did it, people loved it. And now we, we have that event twice a year. Our next one's actually going to be coming up here, March 17th and 18th in San Antonio, Texas. So it's, it's pretty phenomenal when you really. So I think that's the best strategy I can give somebody right now. Spend time in prayer. Listen to what God puts in your heart. And along with that, I say this is the second strategy. Stop listening to everybody else because everybody else if they're not doing it, then why do you want their advice? So many times we we get mm-hmm. the wrong advice from the wrong people. And it's just, it, it's, it's nonsense. And that's what I talk about in, in the book, right? In our branding, the makings of a millennial mind. In the book, I talk about really stop caring about other people's opinions. Because when you really take that strategy to heart, people say it all the time. But when you really say it at a deep level, and you believe it, you, you don't care what anybody says. And you just get a how can I say it, right? You get fortified for those comments and you just, they just kind of ricochet off of you.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I love that you bring up both of those points. First of all, one of my favorite sayings is if you wouldn't trade your bank account with them, don't listen to them. And I live by that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is, I love that you bring up faith and you bring up prayer and you bring up meditation for your answers and for guidance for where to go next within your business that's i do the exact same thing every when i first started my business i was in prayer 24 7 trying to figure okay okay god if this is meant for me pray that you make it abundantly clear and it's non-stop but it gives you it gives you so much peace because then you know if something doesn't work out for you it was god is telling you no this is not for you i want you to go this way instead it's I feel like it, it helps alleviate a lot of the stress that comes with business ownership because you learn to look at it as redirection instead of rejection.
2: Yes, I love that, right? And you know, when I'm talking about rejection, sometimes, you, sometimes it feels like rejection and it's not actually rejection. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that maybe Basha has so much value in her that she goes to this, we'll just say you get invited to an event and the people you were hoping to connect with, maybe it just, it didn't go right well, God maybe didn't allow them to see your true value because they weren't in your destiny. And mm-hmm. sometimes we can try to force it because of a name or a, just somebody's influence and it's, it's not meant for you. And sometimes they won't see your value because God and the Holy Spirit doesn't allow them to see it because of that. But it to us, it feels like, man, I got rejected and I've learned, hey, it's, it's not part of my path. So It hurts, in the, it hurts yeah. in
1: the moment. It hurts in the moment.
2: I love it. That, that, that's, that's powerful the way you said it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, prayer, prayer is huge. Prayer is huge. I completely agree. Love it. So I would love to know what is your, I guess, focus going to be for 2023? I know we're, I mean, we're halfway through quarter one, but.
2: It's really, it's really to help people, right? So if you go to my Instagram, it's really to create a hundred thousand millionaires. And that number just came to me mm-hmm. in prayer. And, and the reason is this, it's, it's it's definitely helping people raise their financial awareness and change their relationship with money. Because the truth is, if you have a money problem in your mind, your business is going to have a money problem and you're going to fail. That's why 90% of businesses go out of business within the first three years, right? They're, I mean, it's, it's just facts. Well, the reason is because most of them have the wrong information. They have the wrong relationship. They have the wrong, just, they're not receptive to really becoming successful. It's amazing how you meet people out there. So it's really... My focus for this year is when our book launched last year in, in April, right? I didn't ever realize that the makings of a millennial mind was going to become an online course, that it was going to become a, a live boot camp here in San Antonio, and we had our boot camp first one in, in November here. But I share that with you because for people to cry at a, an event, it's a secular event, and they're just like they don't. Sometimes we don't realize all the BS, all the junk we have inside of us. So I think that's my main focus this year is really growing the brand and talking about it and. It's opened up so much doors and business conferences. I'll be in California this weekend speaking to over a thousand business owners. And most of them are struggling because once again, they have a poor self image. They undervalue themselves. They feel worthy, unworthy or undeserving. And then the bottom line is they have a bad relationship with money and they don't even realize it. So I've seen that firsthand on many, many hundreds of people because our course has been helping hundreds of people that we sold already, mm-hmm. but it's really growing that and just focus on helping humanity realize that man, Why not? Why not, Basha? Why not? Someone's going to hit success. Someone's going to make a million dollars. And it's not about just a million. That's where people get it wrong, right? Well, I don't want to be a millionaire. I've heard people say that. I said, I get it, right? But what if you could double your income and maybe make 400000 Would that be able to make your life a little bit easier? Would that give you a little bit of freedom knowing you have 100000 in your savings account? Well, yeah, okay. Well, then let it be that number for you. But people are so small-minded that they don't even open up to that.
1: I have a, I have a question for you as somebody who's Christian and I've had, I, I like to have this conversation with all Christian entrepreneurs that come on my show. I know that a big thing for us is that we are scared to make money because it feels like we're being greedy. What have your experiences been with that? And how do you help? Cause you said that it's a secular event. So how do you help other Christian business owners overcome that mindset?
2: Well, That thing is this, right? It's not me. It's just I allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me. Everybody. So I I just came back. I was in Hawaii, for example. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was going to speak about. I really didn't. I'm. I'd be lying to you. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'd be lying to you. I had a concept, right? I had a well, Mm -hmm. and but this is a true story. I don't think I've ever shared this on a podcast. I go to the bathroom. I get on my knees. I say, God, you know what Basha needs to hear today. I don't know what she needs to hear. You know what she needs to hear. You know what these people need to hear. Speak to me. And it just happens that at that moment when, when I'm able to be open and just used by the Holy Spirit, what they need to hear comes out. And half the time, I'm like, where did that come from? Now, I have the content in me, but I just don't know what content's going to come out to say but in that, right? in that, somebody hears something that they've been dealing with, and they're ready for it, because the bottom line is, you and I can't help people that ain't ready for it. But mm-hmm. the people that are ready for it, that message, man, it opens up their heart and, and they're like, "Wow, I've never I, heard I've never heard it, said, I never, I've never heard it say, said that way. And I'm like, "Well, obviously God knew what you wanted." So to help believers realize that it's okay to be wealthy, it's okay to be rich and 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 many of them the the sad truth is this most believers christians they get saved and they stop there their version of christianity is goosebumps and god is that and that's an insult to god i remember one time i was in prayer and a lady said something about goosebumps and i said okay like great." i mean that was it was a great conversation anywhere in prayer i just Felt like God said, man, isn't it sad that people just limited me to goosebumps? That's 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 their ultimate peak of my relationship with them. I said, well, what do you mean? And, and as I was reading through some scripture, just right in the scripture, it, there's so much information and wisdom for business, if you really read it in Proverbs and Psalms, that most people don't really take time to read the word. And you need the word to, the word is what changes you. The word of God is what transforms you. And, and if you really study the word, the word says that Abraham was one of the richest men in the world. The, world says, the word says that, that Job, that, that God restored his wealth to be the richest man in the East. And if you, if, you, if you go back and really study the success he had, he was wealthier than Bill Gates. And people don't realize that. They don't comprehend that. They're like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, because I, I bring up Bill Gates because Bill Gates is a billionaire, right? So Job was right. a billionaire in of his time. people don't realize that so they're they're ignorant and not ignorant in a bad way but ignorant and not knowing what the word really says about wealth and if you really go back and 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 people when i people challenge me and i said look i'm not going to get into debate on you you're just not ready for it but i will say this if, if if wealth wasn't important why would god why would god allow the israelites to take the gold of egypt when they left why why was that important why was that there because God knew that they needed that gold to buy whatever food, whatever merchandise they needed as they were going through the desert. At some point, they needed to buy it, but it wasn't just a little bit of wealth. I mean, they were pretty well off. And lastly, I'll end with this. If you question how successful or worthy you can be if wealth is, is not godly, read the scripture where Jesus was being crucified. It clearly states when you read the word and you study it out that the Roman soldiers gambled for his clothes. They didn't gamble for his clothes because they wanted a piece of Jesus. They hated him. They did. They, 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 I mean, right? They were mocking him. They were spitting him. The reason they, they, the reason they gambled for his clothes is because it was the Gucci of the day. It was a Dolce Cabana of the day because he mm-hmm. had well-made, like his, his whole robe, everything was high daughter. That's why they were gambling for it. But people don't think about that. Jesus didn't go shopping at Walmart or Kmart. It's like, no, but it just goes back to the ignorance of not knowing.
1: That is very interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that part of the story. That is, that is really cool. That is, I think that's a wonderful perspective. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I'm sure well, that's yeah, that's because gonna if helps. you
2: think about it, they, they didn't have name brands there, but they had certain high right. quality, right? The, right. The caravans that went through the, what what do you call those? I can't think of the word right now, but the caravans that went through the merchandisers that were there, the nomads yeah. that, so when they did this, it's like, that was the Gucci of the day. That was the Louis Vuitton yeah. of the day. That was the Rolex of the day. That was just the high brand of the day. People didn't realize I, that.
1: I guess I never thought about if Jesus was like a, a Walmart kind of guy or like a Gucci Prada kind of guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, he was, he was, he was humble. But when you study out yeah. the Greek, word humble humility, it doesn't mean you're a doormat. It means that, right, you have you have a strength in you. And, and when you study the Greek terminology, that is, is humble is right. Like, no, like, there's a boldness in you still, but you just you're aware that it's not Daniel, it's God is the source. God is it and people don't stu- they don't take time to study it out. And then they wonder why they're stuck in Right. They're stuck in a rut. They're stuck in their own purgatory, right? People think purgatory is a place. It is here on earth because you created that in your mind.
1: Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. I could talk to you about this all day, but I do have a few more questions. I want to get to <laughs> no, the no, end no. Of our interview.
2: You didn't expect so. this, right? You're like, I didn't know what to yeah. expect. I know, but I'm loving, I'm loving this conversation.
1: <laughs> I do. I love, you know, I love talking to Christian business owners. That's just, that, that's my jam. I, yeah. But anyway, we got to <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> With all of your success, what is your biggest challenge today?
2: Protecting my heart. I tell everybody when they say, what can I pray for you about? I say, protect my heart. I talk about it in my book. This is why. It's probably in the the last part of the book because 90% of people don't even have $100,000 in their bank account. But they say, in, in, right? think about what I just said, 90% of people, right? So we'll just, we'll just take LA County, for instance. LA County, is over 10 million people. So if 90%, that means 9 million people just in LA County itself don't even have $100,000 in a bank account. How can someone who doesn't even have that level of, of, of savings in their account say that a million dollars is going to make you more of who you are? How can they say that if they don't even have $100,000? Because everybody says money makes you more of who you are. It's not, it's a lie because yeah. they've never had it. So how do they know, right? You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. It, it, it does maybe um, shine a light on areas. Yeah, but because one thing that I had to fight as, as, as our bank account went from 100,000 to a quarter million, a half a million to a million is like you have to protect your heart because sometimes now you don't think, this is the thing is you don't think you need God sometimes because now you have the freedom And your heart can pull away from God. And then you start getting, right? Once you do that, this is what happens, right? Your heart pulls away from God a little bit. And then now your your pride starts to build up and you think you're better than people. And you're not. So people say, oh, well, money makes you more of who you are. No, because I think I'm a great person. But I've had to work on this year after year after year, getting my butt up early, like I told you, right? Getting up early at 4 o'clock, spending time with God when really... Not that I didn't want to, but I'm just, God, I want to sleep. Okay, you got up when, when you were broke, right? You were hungrier. You were more fervent for God when you were younger. So I always tell everybody, pray to protect my heart. So I think that that's the one thing that you really have to do is protect your heart as you're going up to this level of success. And that's what I recommend for everybody because it's easy to think it's you. And we've all seen those people that come and go, that like what happened to that person? Cause they thought it was them and it didn't protect her heart. And you stopped doing the very things that got you there on a the spiritual aspect. Also.
1: That is so true. That is so true.
2: It, right, it's, 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 like, it's like me telling you, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, you're, we'll just say this, right. I've never been to Boston and you just say you're going to Boston and you know, I've heard so much hype Daniel about uh Boston lobster, right. I'm excited to go. And we like, Basha, just like any other lobster. You'd be like, Well, have you been? You're like, no, but I know it doesn't taste like, well, then how do you know, Daniel? You would you would be like, that doesn't make sense. You get the you get the analogy I'm giving everybody? It's like, that's what people do. They've never tasted it. They don't know what it tastes like. So how can they say it? Because they've never been there. Mm-hmm. It would it be fair for me to you to say, well, no, Boston lobster isn't the best? You got to go over here when I've never experienced it for myself. And then right. you go. It's the best thing ever. So that's, that's kind of the same thing that people do when it says, well, money makes you more who you are because you, you don't know because you've never had really money. You've never had that level of success and mm-hmm. you have to protect your heart.
1: I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. All right. I would love to know. Let's talk about your podcast a little bit. What kinds of topics do you talk about on there?
2: Really? And on the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show, we just talk about pretty much three things, faith, business and inspiration. And there's no order, right? I think at first we would really talk about just having faith and confidence. And and now it just really, some some episodes are just strictly on God. And we talk a little bit about business. Sometimes it's strictly business and sales. So it's really helping that young man or woman or individual that just really needs a direction spiritually, financially, and in in business aspect. Because most people, they have the wrong concepts, and they have the wrong strategies, because they think that this strategy worked for XYZ, they think it's going to work for them. And it's not so you got to talk about all those three things, because it's right, the business aspect is one because but I can tell you, I know people that have business wisdom, but they're still broke. Why? Because their spiritual element of life sucks. They're not healed. They're, they're, they're running around in hurt and unforgiveness and bitterness and anger and they wonder why their business isn't working, or they carry shite as men. And I I can speak to this because this was me. You carry around shame, guilt, regret. And then, right, in that shame, guilt, regret, you don't do anything and you undervalue yourself. And of course, we all need that last part of inspiration. We all need to be inspired. And sometimes you're doing good, right? Basha's doing everything she needs to do. She's not doing nothing wrong, but you're in that growth spurt where God is maturing you. It hurts. And sometimes you just need mm-hmm. that word of encouragement to be inspired to be like. You can go on one more day. Don't worry about it. So that's what we talk about on the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show. And the beautiful thing about it is is now, right, we, I challenge, like, we just had Brandon Dawson there. I love that guy. He's just, he's so, he's a beautiful soul, right? Sometimes people lose the misconception because he's so successful and he's partners with Grant Cardone. And, but I can tell you that when I was with him in Scottsdale, just, he was sharing a story and he was like, I don't know why I feel this way. Why, like I, he teared up in, in the conference and in, in, in as he was speaking, right. And in, in, in it was like about 50 of us in business owners. And I was like, I looked over at my friend and I said, I know what it is. the Holy Spirit moving in them. And he just, it was, it was just powerful because we all need God some, sometime we're all, at some point in your life, you're going to need God. It doesn't matter who you yeah. are. But I share that because I love, I have so much respect for Brandon. Also. Not because of what he's done with, uh, with Cardone Ventures, but what he's, that he allowed himself to be vulnerable and really just see that side of him. When he was on our podcast, it's just it's, it's, it's amazing because he brings it. He brought a different element because we just kind of connected on that level, too.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. What was the intention or inspiration behind I get it inspiration huh? behind <laughs> starting your podcast?
2: Well, I started it in, in right after COVID, like March, I think the world shut down in March 15th and 16th. And like I said, I lost almost $50,000 in speaking engagement. So I needed to get my message out there. And, but the thing is this, I, is I had been practicing my podcasts behind the scenes right Not And I mean, but I mean, just kind of talking with the mic, I bought it. I was doing some Facebook lives with it, but I just was like, never really pulled the trigger. And God said, pull the trigger. It's time. And I was like, this is what I said. Well, who's listening to my podcast? And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, well, so I just, one day, I don't know what I was talking to. And I said, um, Hey man, uh, I'm thinking about trying a podcast We're like, do it. I'll be a guest. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. And then the more people I told about our podcast we're like, I'll be there and you're talking about like big players, right? Like one of them, my a good friend of mine was, uh, was um, Alex Stern. He was a co-founder of, of constant contact right? It's worth over a billion dollars. And he's like, dude, I'll be on your podcast. I'm like really? I'm like cool, let's do it. And next thing you know, we had our first five guests. We launched it. Never looked back. But it really allowed us to grow our business and grow our SEO. People don't realize that there's so much SEO power behind a podcast because all the branding through Google and as use all these mm-hmm. other outlets like iTunes and YouTube, and it just it just puts your name out there. And just the other this actually Monday, I think I found out we're 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 the top one percent globally. So we have right out of over three million podcasts. We're we're in the top one percent, so I'm just like, and we're May of this May, May will be three years that we've been doing it, and but you gotta, you can't lose that fire, you can't lose that passion, and because sometimes, right after a year and a half, two years, I was like, man, I was burning, I burned out, but just like your business is growing, there's other things, but you can't forget that the podcast is what helps you get to where you're at, and that's why it's like you use it, and I another thing that I do with it is not just to get say a celebrity guest on our show, but I right, our authors because we do book publishing. So we help our, our authors, give them some recognition, right? They come to our Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. They invest the 5,000 in that. They do the book with us. They invest another six or 7,000 in a book. I mean, they've invested 12,000 in our business on under brand and themselves. They right, they bet on themselves. How can I not give mm-hmm. them a platform to speak on if we have it?
1: Yeah, of course, of course. So with, I guess, with your success with the podcast itself, what have, at this level, what have some of your biggest challenges been with growing it further?
2: I think for, I, I, I think sometimes, like I said, you just get complacent in the success of the podcast and you just, you, you, you need to take it seriously. That's mm-hmm. where the challenges are. You got to take it seriously. And what I mean by that is now the world opened back up. We're traveling a lot more. And sometimes I'd be like, ah, oh, I'll just do an episode next week. And then I caught myself. I hadn't done a solo episode in over a hundred episodes. Never. I right? just a, episode one was my only solo episode. So the challenge is, is not losing that passion and that fire for your podcast. Cause if you lose that passion, it's going to stop growing. And, and you really got to just be intentional on getting good content out there with your podcast and really marketing yourself, right? So many people don't market themselves. They don't share it on LinkedIn. They don't share it on, on Facebook. Everybody thinks that, Instagram is the only answer to social media and it's not. And I think they limit themselves because of that. So you really got to use different platforms to grow yourself. And I think that it's just really staying hungry is and and being intentional on on focusing on feeding your podcast and putting the same energy you did now, three years later than you did in the beginning. That would be my biggest challenge. Mm
1: -hmm. Final question. What is your favorite thing about podcasting?
2: Meaning people like you, right? Like I would have never met.
1: <laughs> Thank the, you. In the, in the podcast.
2: And, and there's so many great friendships that have, I just came back. We had a red carpet event for our movie premiere in, uh, in California this past weekend in Irvine. And it was beautiful. And uh, my friend Lisa, I met her because she was she had a, a, a podcast and I was a guest on her podcast. And then because I met her on, right, she, she said something. And I said, yeah, we're having her speaking again. She goes, what is that? And I said, "Oh, it's, a, it's our sticker shot." She goes, "I want to go." And like literally, like she was throwing her her credit card at me, like I want. I, I, I didn't. It didn't. Like it happened so fast. So I'm like, "She goes, yeah." How do I sign up? I'm like, "Well, we can get you right now." <laughs> so she signed up for the <laughs> sticker shot. And then next thing you know, she was at a red carpet premiere. She came and hung out with us, and it's all because of podcasting. It's the connections that you make are are priceless, right? I mean, I can't say what's going to happen. You're in Texas. I'm in Texas, and it sounds like you have a heart for Jesus i have a heart for jesus so it's a friendship a connection that you never know you might i might know somebody you might need to know or you might know somebody i need to know and podcasting does that there really is relationships that are built And when you take the time to do that i think so many times people have a guest and they send them a thank you card but it's like are you are you make are you really trying to build a relationship right and i get it sometimes you just it, it doesn't happen because it's a different vibe or just whatever reason it's a season but you just there's really amazing relationships that can come out of you having a podcast with the guests that you have. So that's what I would like Brandon Dawson. So, right. I I would have never, had. I would have never had additional time with them above that. Now, when I message him on, on uh, Instagram, he knows who I am. So it's like, okay, I I know I see you, Daniel. Right. So it's just, you build a deeper relationship with people and and money can't buy that.
1: Oh, I I completely agree. All right, Daniel, thank you so, so, so much for coming on. If you had to give, one piece of advice for somebody who is working towards a millionaire mindset, what would it be?
2: Don't give up. And what I mean by that is today's society wants everything microwave. We want everything to be like a bag of popcorn. We want to put that popcorn in the microwave and it to be ready in three minutes. And most people's concept of success, how it's going to happen, that's the process. I think it's going to it's going to take form and it doesn't happen that way. You're not going to put a popcorn in a bag and you're going to you're not going to put your podcast there and you're not going to just it's not going to grow overnight because you just it's going to no, I don't care who you are you got to read, right you have to be consistent showing up every week recording episodes and then marketing your episode and then giving your guests right just some recognition if you go to our website on the danielgomaspeaker.com we have all our guest information on there because if you give it out there it's going to come back to you it's going to be reciprocated and most people are so selfish that it's, what about me? What about me? And that's the furthest thing you need to do. You need to really focus on delivering value, right? And this is the main key that I'll give with the millionaire mind. The marketplace will reward you according to the value you deliver to it. So if you're giving selfish value, it's not going to come back. But if you're really giving value that is worth a million dollars, it's going to come back to you.
1: All right. Thank you so much once again for coming on, Daniel.
2: Thank you so much for being an amazing host.
1: It was a pleasure. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free